good people who have traveled from villages near and far. Lend me your ears. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? What's up, Miss Tasty? What's up, what's up? Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee tuna? Bumblebee tuna! Hello, S-Man Tooth. Hello, evening news team. You are now listening to another edition of Movie Review Crew. Welcome to the Goody Room. Their ability to open is f***ing heroic. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. All right, welcome in, everybody. This is another edition of the Movie Review Crew. I'm your host, Mike Lucas, and joining me is Brent Fruget. Hello. Shane Cronikin. How's it going? And Aaron Cronikin. Hello. Guys! We have an excellent episode on today's show. We are talking about news of the world, and I'm not talking about current events. I'm talking about T. Hanks. No, this, this will be an hour-long episode of current events. <laughs> we're branching out. Yeah, it's, it's a new series that we're doing called What is Wrong with the World? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's all news is. That's oh, yeah, absolutely. That's we all it is. here are just... the ones that are, that are capable of figuring. If there's anybody that can fix the world, it's us. I mean, what, what, no, I, let's, let's bounce off of that. What makes you qualified to fix the world? Oh, uh, well, well, I did I put up a shelf in my laundry room today about anything. Shane, when, and so Aaron put up a shelf today. And Shane, what did you say? I said, I know, I know very little to nothing about anything. Okay. Okay. So solid candidates so far. Brent, what mm-hmm. about you? Anything you bring to the table? I am currently stuck in my parents' basement. Not he's not yet. Not uh, he's stuck. <laughs> he is is that a call for help? Trapped in the basement. I need this little <laughs> sign that just says help. So, I think oh, we're right. the crack crack job crew. I don't know if yeah. that's the right phrase. That's not the right phrase, that. but that's no. what we are. Perfect. All right. Well, I think uh, I think we're we're the, we're the men to do the job. Uh, but yep. no, we have news of the world. It's a Tom Hanks film from 2020. So. I'm very much looking forward to hearing your guys' thoughts on it. Um, Because honestly, we I hadn't heard about this movie before we reviewed it. Oh, boy! (laughs) It might it does it's probably surprising to you guys knowing like the amount of knowledge in my brain. Uh Uh But uh, well, it's just surprising. This was I mean I guess it was kind of right in the middle of the pandemic. It was one of the first or biggest uh, hurt by the pandemic, but I mean, it was Oscar nominated. It's a Tom Hanks movie. I, I'm pretty sure we, sorry. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure we've talked about it on here before. I know Aaron probably has. Sure. So here's the thing. I rarely listen to you guys. Uh That's one, one thing to take into consideration. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another thing is since we were actually like, I, I didn't go to the theaters. I, have you guys been to the theaters? Shane has. Aaron, I think you've gone once, once or twice, right? Yeah. I've gone once. Brent, what about you? I've been there uh, at least once, maybe a couple times. Yeah. I, I don't think I have still. So the, the I'll point go is when Dune comes out again. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, Most... I didn't care about the Oscars this year. And I, that's weird to say on a true. movie review. No, podcast. no, no. That's absolutely true. I just, I feel detached from new movies and and stuff like that i agree and and there has been so little i I mean we i guess we um brent and i at least i can say for sure are huge tom hanks fans sure and even a new release by tom hanks didn't 
spark my interest enough to say, yeah, I'll go to theaters. It's weird. I mean, that's 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 hard to do. It's really weird. Really? But... See, I I this was one I went to see in theaters, and this was one I love westerns. Two, it's Tom Hanks, um, and I read the novel and enjoyed the novel. I mean, I, this was one that I was absolutely going to see in theaters. Okay, I yeah, I should say that I also part of why I didn't see it is because I wanted to read. I got the book for Christmas. I wanted to read it before I saw the movie and I committed to the Dune series, which I didn't realize was a gigantic commitment. And I finally just last week was able to finish news of the world. So now I could see it. Okay. Um, okay. Speaking of uh, switching subjects a little bit, cause I don't want to talk about, you know, movies or um, I don't want to talk about movies. on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Why would we? <laughs> right. It's just a good idea. Uh, no, I don't want to talk about too much about news of the world um, early in today's show. Uh, but I, Shane said he cares a lot about Westerns. And my dad said to me today, has anyone seen Cry Macho? Oh, I will see it this week. It's on HBO okay. now. Okay, I'm so. watching it tonight. Yeah. Ah, as soon as I get done we're recording this, that, that's our plan. Nice. Nice. Brent, uh, any, yeah, have you I'll, seen it? I'll, I haven't seen it, but I'll eventually watch it. Mm. See, that's one that I don't. Not a whole lot of, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I don't, I, that's, and, and I, like me, I have that reaction. It's Clint Eastwood. It's, 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 but I guess you, you growing up, Clint Eastwood was not Clint Eastwood. You know, he was more of a director, honestly, yeah, than an actor. Well, uh, but and, also, I mean, part of why I want to see it is because let's be honest any movie now this could be his last movie. that was what i was going to say this is a legend that is is making what could potentially be his last movie uh and and besides all that it just looks good uh, but it, it's it's clint eastwood it, it has a western feel and it's guys his yes. last he's only 90 <laughs> he could be going for another 20 years how old's Betty White? A hundred and ninety, at least. <laughs> Close enough. Close <laughs> enough. I think she's in her like a hundred. She's ninety nine. Okay, but she'll be a hundred in January. I mean, but we just the world lost Norm Macdonald in his sixties. Yes, he was dealing with cancer, but yes, anything could happen. Sure, the way the world is now. <laughs> Why is there some big major event that I yeah. missed in the past <laughs> year and a half? I told Just you I'm not like up on a... current events. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Um, that is true. I, I just, I don't, I don't have the attachment to to Clint Eastwood like you, you guys do apparently. Yeah, that, I, that's fair. okay. Even if you don't though, the transition from top of the business as an actor to legitimately one of the best directors is, has anybody else? done anything close to that not to his scale because he not only like is he talented but the 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 amount of work that he puts mm -hmm. out is is unreal i mean i was gonna bring up mel gibson but part of him not putting out a whole lot is on his is on him but he just doesn't also make as many movies like clint eastwood churning out 
one at least a movie a year it, it feels like it as a director and now still acting i mean the man just does not stop working um and and he he now this is gonna be a comparison that that's gonna drive aaron bananas but mm. he's similar to marvel hear me out hear me relax aaron <laughs> i'm interested marvel uh, like just marvel what do you mean marvel movies because at their worst they're serviceable and that's clint yeah. eastwood at, at his worst his movies are still like yeah that was that was fine but at you know he also has his peaks where he's just damn good but also part of the reason i love him is because he's absolutely not marvel and he will not pander and do some dumb popcorny movie just to try to get an audience there is money that. there is that uh, that's funny um where did so you think he's like number one in the list of of actors who became directors um successful yes. at both because there are have been people that have that started acting and became directors but well, like were, ron howard was an actor right right before he became right. a very good director but he wasn't an actor on the level of like the the amount of success he had at both is probably okay. more than anybody has well had. Are you taking into consideration his voice acting skills, Ron Howard? Golly. He's done a lot. I, well, I'm sure, but I'm, we're talking about Clint anyone Eastwood. <laughs> yeah, but you know, okay, does does Clint effing Eastwood have... Uh, damn it, I can't even think of the name of the series. Uh-huh. What's the one with... Uh, that's the rest the, of development? That's it, narrator. It. Thank you. Yep. Yes. Yep. That's what does he have that on his film? That would be so good to hear Clint Eastwood growling narration for some idiotic comedy like See? Arrested Development. That would be great. So that's, I that's mean, did you? I mean, were you looking? Is there a list of, of actors turned I, directors that, yeah, um, Buster Keaton? Um, well, okay, so right, we're there's, a little there's a lot too of old, young for that. Yeah. Charlie Chaplin, uh, Orson Welles, and Clint Eastwood are like the top I guess four. Orson Welles, yeah, that I mean, Orson Welles was, yeah award worthy for both um jackie chan what's he direct he direct i don't know (laughs) police police story two armor of god two operation condor so uh other ones dennis hopper i mean like there's not a whole lot that are that i guess yeah he did uh uh but what's a motorcycle movie with I mean, I, it, I don't, but they, they're not on the level of both. Yeah, it does happen. Directing. I mean, you, you uh, a recent one, uh, one that we know from our childhood, Emilio Estevez. He's he's big into directing now. Yeah. I mean, it happens, but nobody has done it even remotely close to to this level on both ends. I mean, yeah. he's he's legitimately. I don't think this is her hyperbole for me to say that he is a legitimate American icon. Like he is, he would be people know him even if you bring up a movie they may not have seen everybody knows they know who he is right i mean it's he's just on a whole different level yeah the only other ones that like come to come to mind that are both good but not not as long as clint eastwood has done both are like kevin costner bradley cooper and angelina jolie which costner yeah but even he has Right, that's what and I'm saying. Gone away from directing, yeah. yeah. So it's it is interesting. Um, let's let's transition on. What have you guys seen lately? Um, I personally I haven't seen anything. Uh, I also have not watched. I mean, an episode of 
a TV show here and there. I watched some community. I watched Deadwood, but nothing. I haven't really had a whole lot of time to just sit down and watch a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's. I did. Shane. Mm -hmm. Yes. Son of a biscuit. (laughs) I watched because Shane came on this very show and said, oh, I watched this movie called Malignant, and man, mm-hmm. I sure did like no, it. No, no, <laughs> rewind the tape, rewind the tape. <laughs> I specifically said, I put a caveat that a lot of people won't like that movie. Specifically, Aaron, I said on record, you would hate it. Well, and I did. Uh, I so- knew you would not buy-in i watched malignant i sent you my rating it's a generous one out of ten because (laughs) that is so listen to me silly listen i i legitimately uh, to the movie's credit for the next week to this very morning i cannot stop thinking about how stupid it is and the next day i sent a, (laughs) a a message to all my coworkers and said I'm not going to tell you anything about it. I'm not going to say anything more, but I double dare you to watch the movie Malignant. When you said I, I sent a message to all my coworkers, I just imagine you like sending a company-wide email. Yep. <laughs> yep. Send all. Yep. yep. Hey guys, I have, Starting I did something this weekend. Uh, yeah. And, okay. So the one out of 10 is only because the soundtrack utilized kind of a cool riff on a, a well-known song. So the soundtrack was decent at least, but acting that's, horrendous. That's it. That's yes. it. Yeah. N- not James, it was Wan's, the... James Wan's camera work. Not. Uh, yeah, there were some legitimately cool transition scenes and, and some, yeah, it's but James a lot of it. He, yeah, but he does this thing where, and I get it for something like Saw, which was his first movie in limited budget. And I'm sure maybe Malignant was limited budget. That's what James Wan does. He makes movies on a limited budget, but it, every scene is like this you can tell it's this built stage with awful lighting and it's goofy and i just don't like it and and the story honestly the story was one of the worst things i've ever seen in my entire life i knew you'd hate it it's so just i i not awful lighting stylized lighting to to look a specific way and it was intentionally made to the the story the the lighting the look the feel this was a throwback to 80s 90s camp thrillers uh, this which but, is exactly why i think McNeil but it wasn't fun enough it. to do that it was like they they were not in on the joke about how bad the movie is i disagree no i think that lead actor was legitimately trying and it was boy it was bad i dare every person listening to this to go watch mm-hmm. malignant there I, were times I where I laughed too, out come loud. Back and tell us that it's wrong. Like there's one scene. This isn't going to spoil anything, but there's this one scene where uh, 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 I don't know how to describe it. one woman in the movie. I don't want to spoil anything, but she has to go to this um, mental institution. <laughs> like, so for some reason, this mental institution is built two feet away from this giant cliffside. And it's just the shot of her pulling into, like pulling up to the, she's come speeding around the corner and just stops two inches from the edge of this cliff. I'm like, who the hell parks there? Come on. And see, it, it was a good visual. She was, but, uh, the way it was framed was, oh, it was this, this 
you're just crazy. That, that was like a, she, it was all for visuals. And it, she's trying to get into this place that's been boarded up for years. And she parks, gets out, immediately walks to the one section of a fence that has a hole in it and crawls through. And it's like, oh, so she didn't like, you know, try windows and doors. But she just knew immediately how to get into there. Which Little is things like that. Awesome. That's part of it's a camp movie. It's it's. And she's trying Matt to find these told you files. Before, and I'm starting to agree. You just don't in appreciate camp. Massive institution. She's fi- trying to find these very specific files. And she looks at this like a mall thing like you are here. And she's like, oh, file directory in the basement. And then, so this whole scene takes 10 seconds and she finds the file no! she needs. Okay, time out. Who knows how long she was looking just because... No, no, no. no. It followed her the whole time. She goes straight (laughs) to the file, opens it. There it is. (laughs) No, okay. Listen, but I don't know. And there's... Whatever. Honestly, the whole time... It's not a twist because the whole time you're like, oh, no. No, 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 please, God, no, don't do this. Yes. And they keep going toward it. And you're like, no, please, this will be so dumb, please. <laughs> and they keep going to it. That still and counts as a twist. And you just, oh my God. Why is that, how does that, that count as a twist? still counts as a twist. How is that it a twist? Because, like Aaron said, you're, because you're saying you know where it's going, but you 100% of the time are sitting there saying, nope, they're not going there. No way. No way. So you don't know because it's so crazy that you're saying, no, I think maybe, but no. And then it does. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, hell no. But in a great way. And and it's <laughs> this this scene that will forever be seared into my mind of just this jail scene. And oh, there so are good. women dressed like 70s hookers for some reason and the just redneckiest redneck woman with the craziest mullet yep well, the whole scene is bonkers and of course because it's a jail scene in a dumb movie Wait. she gets thrown in this jail cell with all these women and they immediately want to beat her up because that's how jail is because that's what would happen in an 80s 90s oh camp lord it was thriller action so there you go. One out of ten. That's you're wrong, man. I can't uh, wait till Matt watches it. <laughs> the it's funny. I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes. The, the critics consensus uses the word bonkers. Oh, I no other... that word. Yes, I personally used it. I've seen it. That's the best word to describe this movie. It's just. It's insane. It's just insane. <laughs> So many times where I laugh, where I don't think it was intentional. At one point, some woman drops through the floor of an attic. (laughs) Just smashes. Oh, my God. And the the other woman's reaction is, oh, F. It was all intentional. That movie was great. I stand 100% by my 8 out of 10, and you are wrong. Interesting. I... He's like literally crying. He's legitimately <laughs> crying right now. And I, I'm watching uh, it thinking, good Lord, somebody greenlit this. Like, oh my God. I loved it. I loved it. I can't, but anyways, I, oh, um, I can't wait till Matt One out of 10. It. So that was that. Oh, That's so damn funny. Bad movie. Awful. Yeah. Uh, anything else that you've seen recently? Or is uh, that it? More, more my style. I watched. Uh, <laughs> He's literally crying. 
It's so bad. I cannot stop thinking about it. This is so funny. Yeah, anyway, I have to uh, watch it now just because of this. Please, I please might. do. <laughs> uh, it's on HBO for those that want to see it. It's in theaters, but it was part of that limited HBO release thing. So, uh, anyway, also I watched the assassination of Jesse James, which I give a solid seven, probably eight out of ten. I mean, it's I like these historical fictionalized historical dramas that uh first of all it was was written by a a man from omaha nebraska that uh, wrote a lot of these kind of historical western style style stories but academy award nominated actors in academy award nominated performances roger deacon's incredible cinematography it is slow and probably way too long but i i just love that movie but I think that was all I watched. That's one that even as a fan of Westerns, I have not been able to bring myself to watch. Most of that is because Brad Pitt, it just, you know, we've we've gone over my, my feelings on Brad Pitt. I can't stand him. But a lot of that is just, it it looks like, uh, to to use one of my terms, artsy fartsy bullcrap. It looks like somebody decided to make a western, but wanted to make it artsy and like yeah. It, it just I could not. Oh, uh, that's so when I good. Still um, not been able to. We all know about watch. Roger Deakins, but gosh, there's some scenes where it's incredible. And actually, most of the acting weight is on Casey Affleck, as, who is amazing. Uh, Robert Ford, who assassinated Jesse James, and Sam Rockwell, who plays the brother yeah. of Casey Affleck's character. And most of the weight is on them where it's kind of it's later in the life of Jesse James where he becomes paranoid about these these gang members of his that might be turning on him. So the whole thing is is just this tension and paranoia between who might betray him. And he, and he just it's I love it. I love every bit of it. But it is slow and it is long. So. It looks very clean as well for a Western. Like every yeah, yeah, I mean, this is the end of this is the end of it. I'm telling you, this is like toward the end of his his spree. I mean, he's a rich man hiding away, living his life. Um, one thing that I wanted to bring up: Roger Deakins has his own website, and if you like sign up to become a member of it, I think it has lighting plans for how they did a lot of the lighting in that movie. And he did he he won for that, no? Uh, nominated. He, I nominated. think he was nominated for two yep. movies that year. I can't remember. It was. That's right. He was nominated that year. Uh, I can't remember the other one, but he was nominated for oh. both and lost. Was it No Country? Did he yes. Do no Country? Yes, it was. Yep. It was yep. No Country. Yep. And it was the same type of thing. He, you, he does it a lot where he plays with shadows, where it's just this kind of silhouetted figure against yep. the, yep. the backlight. Oh, man, he's so yeah. good. Which is per- his style lends itself well to westerns. Yeah, there, there's so much about that the assassination of Jesse James that appeals to me, but then there's Brad Pitt. Even yeah. if you don't like the or want to finish the movie, watch the first 20 25 ish minutes, which is just one kind of extended. Uh-huh. It's their last train robbery, and the lighting is so great. It happens at night, so they've just got these these lanterns and then this uh-huh. giant bright light from the train. So so good. Yeah. If you guys are interested in lighting and like how he did it, 
I believe like his floor plans of where lights are set up and everything are all available to look at on his website. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I, I'm not a member. I mean, it's, it's free to sign up. Um, but one of my coworkers did and he, he was showing it to me um, a little I'm while back. You, so it's cool. It's cool. Even on his movies to watch the behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. is fun to see how he does it for sure. Uh, Brent, what about you? Have you seen anything recently? uh not really like uh i think i'm more with like shane or maybe just catch a tv episode here or there nothing really special nothing really new please watch malignant i'm begging you please well after after you and shane going back and forth on it i might have to you know be the tiebreaker yeah it does seem interesting are there any like is isn't there anyone in the I, cast that we would recognize? I recognized nobody. Like the the main actress, no. The the supporting actors, nobody. No, not at all. Interesting. Interesting. Well, uh, is it time that we move on into news of the world? I, I think, think so. so. Yeah. Sure. All right. News of the world from 2020 to PG 13 film, hour and 58 minutes long. A Civil War veteran agrees to, to deliver a girl taken by the Kiowa people years ago to her aunt and uncle against her will. They travel hundreds of miles and face grave dangers as they search for a place that either can, can call home. Directed by Paul Greengrass, uh, story, or I'm sorry, screenplay by uh, Paul Greengrass and Luke Davies, based upon the novel by Paulette Giles. Starring Tom Hanks and Helena Zengel. Um, are there, I mean, Ray McKinnon's in it. Like, yeah, that was, that's the only other guy I recognized. Yeah. I, I think some, I looked up some of the other ones, like Al May has a few other credits, I believe like the, you know, one of the bad guys in midway through the movie, he's got a few other credits. Um, I don't believe anyone else really had anything, but I could be wrong about that. On Rotten Tomatoes, the film gets an 88% certified fresh from critics, giving it a 7.4 out of 10 and an audience score of 89% with a 4.3 out of 5. So similar scores. Critics are a little bit lower. Critics consensus news of the world takes a slow but absorbing ride down a comfortingly familiar Western trail guided by Tom Hanks in peak paternal mode. So, Aaron, you picked this, correct? No, Brent did. Oh, Brent did. I just yeah. figured Tom Hanks, it's a boring ass movie. This has got to be a Brent's pick. Or I'm sorry, Aaron's pick. Whoa. <laughs> okay. First of all, Tom Hanks is enough of a reason to pick a movie. Sure. No matter what it is. Yeah, you're right. And I'm Tom not, I'm Hanks not just dis- watches grass grow. Pick. I'm not. Eight dis- out of 10. Does. <laughs> Tom Hanks watches grass grow. I'm not disagreeing with that point, that part of the problem. I'm, I'm disagreeing with the boring part. Stop. Okay. Anyways, Brent, yeah. why'd you and pick it, it? Yeah, Brent, why'd you pick it? Because it's Tom Hanks, and I haven't oh, seen it. There you go. <laughs> Solid. Are there any movies on his on his filmography that you haven't seen? The Circle with stupid Harry Potter I have girl. Seen that? It's not Ooh. that good. And no. he's like, I don't. He comes in. I don't know. Maybe a little bit into yep. the movie. Maybe Which halfway is... or something like that. Yeah. Just oh, you know what? A good one. I didn't even mention it in, in what I've seen lately, but I did watch to fill my Tom Hanks filmography. I watched a hologram for a King, which was a not so good, a mediocre movie, but Tom Hanks is in it. So I watched it and he's great as usual. 
Interesting. Not familiar with that at all. Anyway, this movie uh, picked it because it's Tom Hanks. What are your uh, what are your first? This is everybody's first viewing, correct? Yes, my second. Second, I saw it okay. In theaters. Okay. Uh, oh, that's right. Um, what are your guys's first thoughts of this? And Shane will save you for the last. Yeah. Go ahead, Brent. Um, you picked it. I. I guess boring's not the right word to use. Yeah, it is a slower movie, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I would necessarily say boring. But I want to put it in Tom Hanks, you know, top, I don't know, he's got a lot of movies. Probably wouldn't even be in, like, the top 20 or so. Like, I'm sure I could think of 20 Tom Hanks movies that I like better. Sure. Sure. Aaron, what about you? Uh, I wouldn't call it boring. I like these type of character studies. I would call it safe. Uh, yes. And I did, I just finished the novel. And my viewing is a little bit different maybe than Brent's because I feel they they did make, I don't want to be the guy that's like, oh, the book is better. But legitimately, like the book, I, don't ever, I don't ever get feelings <laughs> from books. Nerd. This book made me feel for these characters and the relationship, which I didn't really get from the movie. And, and it, the Grinch's heart grew two sizes <laughs> that day. No, honestly, like at the end of the book, it's like you'd start to, but anyways... <laughs> The, the way the changes that they made from the book i think were for the worse and i don't understand why they did i agree i i agree i was i was and i know it's it's not a book review but i'll, I'll get to how it relates is because i read the book only knowing that this was going to be a movie starring tom yep. hanks yep and the only reason it was disappointing. It's not even that, that I liked the ending better or worse. It was the, the ending in the scene of the book. And let's go ahead and just say it. Uh, it was, it was yeah, spoiler uh, alert. Hold on. This is a new movie available to see on HBO. People might want to see it before spoiling it. So spoiler alert. Well, I'm going to talk about the, the novel. Okay. So spoiler alert, alert for, for the, the novel, book. I guess. <laughs> when, when, was, when was the novel <laughs> the, released? The ending is Tom yeah, Hanks. Do we want to save the ending? Giving like, her away at her discussion. wedding. Oh, Oh, that part. We just okay. went through it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what are you talking about. No, I. We'll get to it toward the in the review of the movie. But okay. yes, uh, the movie does end quite abruptly and doesn't tell you the rest of of what happens with these characters, which is pretty interesting. Uh, she it basically he retires from the trail and starts to pour himself into basically creating a, a Kiowa dictionary, which is a tough task apparently. And she becomes more civilized with air quotes and, and marries a character that shows up in the book and the movie ends up actually coming to find them and says he was stricken by his impression of them. And he ends up marrying the little girl. And, and it, like Shane says, it's him giving away what's essentially now his daughter. And, and it's a great, well-written, just like, like you said, emotional scene and just part of reading it my initial thought was god i can't wait to see tom hanks like tom mm-hmm. hanks in mm-hmm. this scene it's just just gonna be gut-wrenching hard you know in a good way you know it's a good moment he's right, giving right. her away but he's also losing her i mean it just would have been i think that would have been amazing to see now we did get some uh it's still good, tom it's hanks it's still moments, great. Yeah. but the the word aaron you safe i think was perfect also the word in in the rotten tomatoes consensus of Bonkers. familiar 
no, that's no, also no. A, a... <laughs> bonkers. Yeah, wrong movie. <laughs> bonkers, yeah. What a bonkers Tom Hanks performance. Uh, no, familiar. Safe bonkers they, movie. This is just a very yeah. Yeah, it's just it, it doesn't really, and I don't know that it attempts to even be anything new. It's just like here's Tom Hanks. Well, but d- it doesn't bring anything well, but, outside of the norm. You know what, what I you mean? have to understand about the setting is this is 1870 at least in the book, sure, which is four and a half ish, depending on what the month. I can't remember. I think it was early 1870. So let's say four and a half years after the official end of the Civil War. Okay, and tensions particularly in the South who lost the war. And now it's basically like mm-hmm. a military state. Their laws are being forced on them. The just in early 1870, the, it was ratified. Uh, an amendment was ratified to allow you cannot suppress a vote based on color of skin and race and such and such. So, and especially in Texas, who is always wanting to be their own thing, <laughs> like, you know, and, and at this point, handguns pistols were outlawed and they could only carry in the movie it shows they could only carry birdshot for shotgun shells and the tension is huge and he's going around reading news about basically these giant sweeping changes in the country which is a, a, a big topic of, of to create more tension with all these and it, it kind of just doesn't show up in the movie and it's I mean, it's just such a huge it's, transition period in, for our country. Yeah, and that's, it, that's kind of a backstory that didn't get explored. Sure. It doesn't feel gritty. Like, and, and parts of it are gritty, I guess. But you, like, you're right. It's it's almost kind of as if Steven Spielberg, I feel like, is as very... Mm-hmm. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, where, yes, like, his yes. movies are, like, picture yes. perfect, where it's, like, it's the perfect storybook ending on every single thing. Right. That's it's, a perfect point. Even more, even more specific comparison is Steven Spielberg in War of the Worlds. Like this should have been this just disastrous, yes. traumatic, awful or, movie, and it and it's very Steven Spielberg. He's still very well made. I but think uh, the uh, the clean, glossed over version of the story that should yes. have been way yes. darker. Yes, I think my comparison for Spielberg would be not the way the movie is handled, but the way a character is handled in minority report you have this mm-hmm. the father that lost his son and has turned to drugs and it's like clean cut tom cruise yeah and in this movie we're talking about it ex-soldier in his in the books he's in his early 70s and this i think tom hanks is what mid 60s whatever yeah an old enough. man who's seen a lot and has seen a lot of bad things and at this point in his life he's basically going through the motions and he's lost his passion for spreading the news and he's in this treacherous country, which the, the, the environment itself is tough enough. Then you've got the natives that are uh, attacking anybody within on the road. And it just feels too comfortable. Like at no point yeah. was there other than the Almay character, there was no real threat no. to these characters. No. Um, this director has a weird filmography. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, I didn't real. he's directed The Born Supremacy, The Born Ultimatum, and then he goes on to do Captain Phillips and and News of the World. Yeah, I, I have a, a dislike for his work just because he, it's not entirely on him, but he essentially pioneered the shaky cam bullcrap that, that, that just engulfed action movies for a 
mm-hmm. at least half a decade, if not longer. So I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of his style. Um, he was fine in this, I guess, but yeah, just an odd evolution of his filmography. Yeah. Yeah. So without, so neither Brent, you didn't read the book. Did you no. feel the same way? Like, cause I went into this with the book very fresh in my mind, knowing this character and what I expected and got something different. Did you even, uh, did it matter to you that, I mean, this is what you saw and this is what you got. You had no impression before it. Um, it's hard to say. Cause like, I guess, yeah, it kind of mattered, but that's just because Tom Hanks, but like, I guess I didn't feel like in other Tom Hanks movies, you know, when you really get with the character, like, you know, Forrest Gump, you know, Saving mm-hmm. Private Ryan, there was, it wasn't nearly as close as that, you know? So, I mean, I guess, yep. yeah, there was something, but then again, like I didn't read the book and know all this other stuff that was in the book. And, and I touched briefly on the changes that they made from the book that to me, it seemed like just why, why? I mean, in the book, he has two grown daughters and that's why part of why he came into possession of this little girl is because he could handle the raising of a child. And in the movie, he's like, oh, no, no kids. I, I can't handle. I don't know the first thing about raising a child. Like what? A, why? The whole thing is about the relationship and how it develops between him and this little girl. And, and I just don't get it. I'll say it. I, I think it's I think that's because they had Tom Cruise. Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. <laughs> That'd be a different movie. Yeah, Tom Cruise played the, <laughs> Tom Cruise played the little girl. That's right. Rain. Uh, it's because they had Tom Hanks. So leaned. I mean, Tom Hanks is like America's father. Yep. I mean, they and they they leaned heavy into that. But of part of that is also Franklin. on us because we. You're thinking of Benjamin Franklin. Oh, yeah, he was a, he was America's father. He's America's father. <laughs> Go on, you sorry. You know what I mean, though. Like, he, yeah. and that's an association that that we. That's partly on us, but I know, like Tom, Tom Hanks just can't pull up. He just can't, and that's so. I think he was miscast. As much as I love Tom Hanks, as much as disagree, he's just an amazing, amazing actor. I think this could have, should have been somebody else man no i i honestly i disagree because when i was reading the book i was so excited to see how he would handle it because he he to see him being this i mean that's what it requires a fatherly figure but he's beaten down and he has to he finds a new life through this child Mm -hmm. but did he pull that off i don't think the movie allowed it i don't think the movie did i think his performance was fine i don't think that is fair yeah i don't think the script I, so was I, yeah. I immediately thought of and tell me if you agree or or if I'm way off. I, I thought this was a somewhat similar character and arc to um Road to Perdition, except in that case it was it was his own child. But it was this this uh you know, this kind of supposed to be this grumpy, world weary traveler and he now he has this kid with him and that that's a big hindrance and that's at least the way he sees it and then he comes to appreciate and grow with that child and so it's similar but i think was significantly better done in road to perdition that that character felt like more of an arc whereas this was it was just kind of a flat 
line as a character. He, there, there was not much of an arc to him at all. And I think that's on the writing and, and just the overall tone of the movie. Do you, is that fair? Well, I mean, he does say in the movie that you don't go in circles or arcs, you go in a straight line. So, and, and that's, that's a good, that's a, uh, relate, relates well to his character because, man, it, that's, that's how I felt about it. It just was like he, he is who he is at the beginning. Yeah. And he's still just Tom Hanks as, as a guy in, this era. I felt I felt like the screenplay missed an opportunity by to me the story is all about the interaction between Tom Hanks' character Captain Kidd and Joanna or Johanna who that that's in between the stops in the road but all of the focus in the movie is at those different stops along the way which is yeah. important in the book too but you miss all of the interaction between the two yes. on the, like he's teaching her english he's yes. the excitement he gets when she learns a word there's but most of what we get is shaky cam on a, a buggy ride for five well, seconds and then we're at the next location okay so i i first of all i hated the shaky cam but i did kind of make sense in the context of it what made was going sense on. right but i need to see these characters faces right. very clearly to right. see how they are growing together right so then but then i also agree like it makes sense that they they took out like Tom Hanks retires and he starts creating this Kiowa dictionary. Yeah, is what you said because you don't get that in this. It, you get tidbits here and there, but you don't get nearly enough. Yeah, it's like you said. It's more predicated on this. The story is not about them. It's about where they're going. Yes, essentially and the stops along and, the way and right. the things that happen and and it just it doesn't. You're 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 harming the movie in some ways, mm. and honestly, I feel like it relied on bad CGI for a good portion of it. And I, let me explain: those yeah. parts where it did use it weren't in the book. <laughs> I mean, why did they add the well, sandstorm? Uh, why just for tension, just for more excitement? The I, crashing of the buggy? Why? Because it's too boring otherwise. I, that's probably why. And sure, yes, yes, that's exactly why. Because the, they wouldn't, what? they didn't want the movie to be less exciting. But. Yes, and and the, the same thing happened with God. There was a, a Mark Ruffalo movie two years ago where he was Dark a lawyer, water or whatever it was. Dark yes. Waters. Yeah, same thing. They added stupid cow CGI. Great movie. <laughs> great story. Yes, but. It, they, they studios are terrified to make a movie without some sort well, of but yes. pace it needs yes. to quicken the pace but what, what is that what is the one studio that makes these amazing movies and they lose money what you know what i'm talking about it's not a24 it's i know what you're talking about we talked about that yes oh um i can't you know what i'll find it because yeah because we they, had talked about it. in one year they made like six movies that were great but all lost right. money they they were all like oscar level quality yep. movies but they they lose money and i that's i understand I, why right it's just it's frustrating that that's where we're at i think this would have been a better movie was this one that came out on hbo or was this all strictly theaters i strictly theater it just came out to hbo okay so this this would have been one at least in my opinion this would have been better served had it been just by netflix um Amazon yeah, where sure. where the money's made just from the deal. So they're not relying on box office 
and appealing to a mass audience to make back their money where in that case they could have made a slower more intentionally character driven right. more uh, a smaller scale type of movie where they're not like dang the pacing's just really lagging throw in a, a no, chasing but, or a sandstorm or whatever but i think that's also an indication of like people still have to watch the movie in order for it to be a success you I know agree. what i mean because like if you still make that movie on Netflix and nobody clicks to watch it because it is however slow. Tom Hanks. Sure. We've well, absolutely, I, absolutely. Because whether you like the movie or not, they don't care. You push mm-hmm. play mm-hmm. and Tom Hanks's face is on it. People are clicking it. Yeah, that is very true. I, I think, it, I think this would have been significantly more. Yeah. So it just would have been better. Yeah, it just I found better it. suited to, to a studio. Uh, Annapurna Pictures. Annapurna, that's the, right. The yes. They made movies like The Sisters Brothers, speaking of westerns, um, yep. Bombshell, uh-huh. uh, Phantom Thread, Detroit, Her, 20th Century. Win- I mean, these are movies. Sausage that are- Party, don't forget Sausage Party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, movies that just didn't make money, but widely recognized as being great movies. Yeah. But Well, this didn't make money. I mean, well, okay, that's a little different. With they the, put in all those scenes. Well, yeah, I guess that it was, was really mid pandemic, right? Bad timing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but still, I guess, I guess, wouldn't it be? I, I just, yeah. yeah. I, but I guess if they did it the way I wanted it to, to be, which would have been just a character study between these two characters, people would have been like, oh, God, that was terrible. That's boring. Yeah. Um, going, okay, so this is Tom Hanks's first time technically second time in a western yeah the first one being toy story toy story yeah i thought you were gonna say apollo 13 because you like space Ah, (laughs) man i was sitting there like tom hanks made a western and i missed it what's (laughs) (laughs) they were they were uh riding across the land and in the middle of the movie i yelled bullseye mm-hmm. and laura boy. laughed and i said but you have no idea what that's from and she oh, said oh boy no, no idea and i was like oh, oh my, my god god she knew it she knew it after i said it but okay. in the context of things she just didn't realize um i i would see him again i would like to see him again in another western what about you guys yes i would see him in anything yeah. <laughs> well, okay this, this this audience that i'm asking is a little yeah. biased yeah hey brent would you see another movie with tom hanks yeah, this tom I, hanks no, but well and i'm not i'm on, not on the same level as them with tom hanks but right. but specifically to your point i i think he he is suited I, especially older tom hanks i i would mm-hmm. i i think this time period in or this era of his filmography however you want to put it i think i think he'd be great in western the other one I said the same thing about uh, Denzel Washington when after oh, um, that was a bad movie. Seven. The Magnificent Seven, uh, not the Ridiculous Six, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I I would love to see Denzel in another western, in a better western, something more suited to his mm-hmm. acting talents, mm-hmm. and and on a. In, in a different sense, I feel the same way about Tom Hanks in this yeah. specific movie. This now, this said, there was more for him to do. Obviously, this was not a shoot him up, right? To that extent, but I'd just like to see him in a in something better suited to him, something no, more challenging. That, but... Not even not even better suited, so just more challenging. Because I think this was 
for something for for someone of his talents, this was just show up and and do your work. I mean, he was well. Not okay. There were scenes. There were scenes, and he. I mean, okay, he was that's hyperbole, good. obviously. But okay. but this just felt like a very unchallenging movie for for everyone involved, including me watching it. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't very challenging for me, the the viewer. It should well, be no, just emotionally, up. shouldn't it? I get it. Something. Yes. I get it. Yeah. In some, in some sense, make me question, think, yeah, anything, feel mm-hmm. <laughs> anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you guys think about the girl? Very good. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Very, very. I actually good. Uh, read. Well, one, this is her first English American movie, mm-hmm. whatever you want to say that, because she's from Germany. But the second thing I read is. Before she made this movie, she had never heard of Tom Hanks. So I was like, "Well, that's pretty funny, actually." That's awesome. Yeah, they don't she have great. Toy Story in Germany. Sorry. I'm sure, they probably do. Yeah, I know it's a joke, Brent. <laughs> Brent, you don't know anything. Yeah. Oh. No, I I think she was great. I thought, I mean, as good as you know. Yeah, we don't know. Scale it on on that. Sorry, say that again. You cut out there for a second. I, I think she did. Oh, sorry. She did great. I mean, not even for a child actor, just in general, she yeah. did great. Yep. I and it. Tom. I don't know if like Tom Hanks is great, but I don't know if he's the type of person to like outshine someone in a scene and make their acting look bad because I feel like his is so natural. Oh yeah. You know yes. what I mean? Like, there's some yeah. actors like. When Nick Cage, they feel is like on, they're competing. Oh, stop! Right. That's different. <laughs> you get well, okay, but I'm, but like, but but he, but he has, you like he can out, like he can choose scenery and out act someone. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, and he has. Who'd you say but... right, Nick Nick Cage? Oh, <laughs> terrible example. Yeah, but um, you get what I'm saying. One, Tom Hanks one that is, yeah, with, huh? you may not agree, but I, I. Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Yes, and he's in. I feel like he's competing with everyone else involved, and yeah, for sure, for sure. And it 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 makes like it makes the other actors look worse because they're trying to compete, right? Yeah, because it's so showy and it's so natural, acty. Yes, Mm -hmm. and 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 throughout this, like she could be a bad actress. I never would have known from this performance, though. I thought this was great. Mm. It was fantastic. Yeah, and and as much as I've said, you know. I wish there was more depth, more challenging, you know, more of an art. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks himself, I, I don't want you to think, I, he was great. He was very, sure, very sure. good. I just wish that his character was given more. I mean, I, I wish there was more. I I, I, no, and I, I think that's going to be our, our major consensus on this movie is yes. it, safe. That we said yes. it first right off the bat. Safe yes. is a great way to put this because it's just... It doesn't bring anything. Will you uh will you bring up the uh cinematography nominations? Because it wasn't this this was nominated for, for best uh cinematography, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. And while it was good, it too felt very western familiar. It didn't it didn't feel like it was mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I'm not bashing on it, but I Yeah um for, it was nominated for four oscars best sound which i didn't hardly seem to notice uh best achievement in production design music written for a motion picture i will say the music was pretty good throughout this movie um and then best achievement in cinematography what won 
last year. Uh, well, so yeah, I've got it here. Let me find it here. Screenplay, cinematography. Mank. It was up against Trial of Chicago Seven, Nomad Land, Judas and the Black Messiah, and Mank. And of course, Mank won because it's an artsy black mm. and white movie by a very good director. Yep. I've never even yep. heard of Mank. Ugh. Oh, it was like a, it was a oh. Netflix movie about a screenwriter, nonetheless. So of course, Hollywood would love it. I, well, okay, but it stars Gary ever. Oldman and it's a direct by David Fincher. Even, what do you yeah. want? Even uh, that would couldn't. David Fincher is one of my top five yep. directors working today. Gary Oldman not, obviously yeah. is amazing. I couldn't watch it. Yeah, not for a second did I even have any desire to see None. it. None, zero. I get that. It's it, it just felt like that La La Land. I mean, you see it all the time. These movies just feel like love letters from Hollywood to themselves. I like La La Land. It's not as it's not as good <laughs> as the million Oscars that it got, but it's a good movie. I think it's a good one. It's I, fine. I, I, yeah, whatever. All right. I just well, can't let's, get past let's the try this of because it, of it. And then I'll explain later. What like best scene? What stood out? Uh, Probably the shootout. Yeah, I guess the shootout. Man, what yeah. stood out for a bad? My point is, for... you all said, uh, and that's yeah. my point. Is the... the... <laughs> I mean, I barely the... remember it, and I just watched it i mean oh yeah this will definitely be a movie where like a few weeks from now i won't remember much about yeah. it besides you know tom hanks was pretty good in it the little girl yeah. was pretty good in it I mean, well and on top of that like that shootout is is the the climax of the movie essentially like but it's only the climax because the story isn't focusing yeah on the relationship it's yep. focusing on where they're going and what happens the climax them. in the book for me and the part that really should have and what i was looking forward to is they they're on this road and they go together and she collects the dimes while he reads and they they grow this bond that's fantastic and when he's taking her to his to her aunt and uncle's house she asks if they're going to collect dimes and he says no and it clicks. She finds out. She knows what's about to happen, and, and she's distraught, and she's trying to use all her English words that she learned, and she's telling him to, like, clap hands and laugh and try, and he he just tells her no, and, and it's just this scene that should have been so, so impactful, Yeah. and it wasn't there, and gosh, I wanted it to, because even reading the, the story, I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Tom Hanks at his peak. Yeah, they just did some little like short. I, like I said, I didn't read the book, but just from oh. listening to you, they did like some little short version where she was like, Dima, and he's like, no, no, Dima. And that was pretty much it. Yeah. And there was nothing there. It's so disappointing because that was, yeah. it should have been gut wrenching. And real fast, <laughs> I want this movie to tear me apart and make me. It cry. should have. Okay, real fast because we're running out of time. The way it ended in the book, he gave the, her over to the aunt and uncle. They were bad people to sum it up. And he wanted to adopt her, but the law said, no, she belongs to her parents. They or her aunt and uncle. They wouldn't legally adopt her because then they would be forced to care for her and provide her food and all this stuff that they didn't want to do. They were just using her as a, a labor. He went back and just took her in the eyes of the law. He kidnapped her again because he loved her and he didn't want her in that position. And they changed that. I wanted that in there because in the eyes of the law, it's kind of like that gone baby gone thing. What's what's the right thing to do? But he just took her. The character as it should have been was 
it had much more of a gray area but yep. this was just like tom hanks the good cowboy that was that was that was my little yeah. bit what this movie was called i mean there was he was just the perfect person and and that really hurt it unfortunately yeah and I wish we got more of his back because I think his backstory would have been very interesting. And we get tidbits, but it, it should. I mean, he the the awful things that he did and saw, but we never like they didn't want to explore that because it was like I said, Tom Hanks the good guy. I, like this was not a great human. He did bad things. It was a war, so he was forced yep. to. But still, I mean, he he's a conflicted, torn, just beat down character and tom hanks this was not that no not at all all right six minutes to rate it for all of us okay um i'll go first (laughs) it's a six it's a six seven five yeah it's a c plus yeah i lit brent i was literally looking back to see like what i don't have that list to see the letter grade so i still have to go off numbers (laughs) well if you if you have if you think like if it's a C for you, I can tell you what the numbers are and you can match it up because it's <laughs> it's fine. It's what I okay. Let's go down this list. Does it would like do any of the performances deserve an Oscar? Probably not. Does the writing definitely not? Am I going to recommend it to friends that I love and care about to watch? <laughs> just your enemies <laughs> right right just my enemies um it's it's an okay movie it's a solid movie is it mostly forgettable probably unfortunately probably yeah yeah i'm i'm the same exact score because it's it's a it's just slightly above average because we get tom hanks he's very uh-huh. good the the, uh-huh. the little girl is very very good yeah. it looks good for the most part there's some shoddy camera work here and there some cgi issues here and there but for the most part the thing about it is is well done but it just Mm -hmm. doesn't resonate it doesn't have it it has very little impact at least to me so yeah it's it's above average i'm i enjoyed watching it i wouldn't seek out watching it again yeah and that's i mean you give me any subcategory that this movie's in it, western not near the top of my list tom hanks movie not near the top of my list i mean you can give it this just it, it's just fine yeah you're right it's just fine that being said which is like, okay right if if you're looking for something this fall or this winter and you're like i just kind of want to shut my mind off sit yep. down on the couch with with my my wife husband whatever eat some popcorn you know not really think about it whatever take a flyer on something I think yeah. this is a good a or good chance if you want a a like cozy feeling familiar yes. Tom Hanks 100% movie this is it but if you want an interesting deep not even yes. deep and not even movies to be deep but just challenging in any way movie this is not it yeah okay. so 675 Aaron what about you I'm lower 6.25 um gosh I do love Tom Hanks but it's not even close to the top um and and i was hugely disappointed after just finishing the book because it's like they just took everything good about it and changed it to be too safe and honestly just bland so 6.25 if it wasn't tom hanks uh, lower three (laughs) i don't know yeah uh brent what about you yeah i'm with aaron on the 6.25 i'll go with 6.25 uh run like the wind bullseyes. I don't That's know. what I was <laughs> hoping you would do. 
But uh, yeah, and like if Tom Hanks wasn't in this movie, I probably never would have even have watched it. But I don't know. Yeah, I think six point two five is probably around a C something. I would imagine because I think yours, you said yours was a C plus, so that's yeah, pretty yeah. good. So to me. final score here, guys, is a six point five. Um, we have just a few minutes left here on the show. Let's play a quick little game of this or that. This or the rover. This. Oh, that that's got better performances. Yeah, honestly. That, and that's a more challenging movie. Yeah, this or Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh that. Brother, Where Art Thou? This or Drive? That. That. This. This or The Shining? The Shining. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. This or Interstellar? Ugh. Interstellar. This. That gave me the at least the emotions I want. I think I think Interstellar is <laughs> and it has movie. ideas. It doesn't deliver yeah. on all yeah. of them, but at least it it's yeah. it's given me ideas that that it plays with. This or Triple Frontier. Oh, I'm saying it. That. This. This or God, a Knight's Tale. Oh, a nice, nice tail all a day. Nice tail. I yes. think I'd pick this. Oh, oh you're, you're wrong. I, I that movie was not that How, great. It's in entertaining hindsight. and yeah. fun though. Yeah. yeah, that at least has yeah, it's pace. This or Lawless, Lawless. Oh, that yeah. Probably this Lawless. Tombstone. 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 This. The Highwayman. The God, Highwayman. this. Highwayman was the same way, just yeah. bland. Yeah. This or the lobster? The God lobster. This. Okay. Uh, so we're kind of split. And that's kind of where this movie, I think, lands with a lot of people. You know, yeah. if you hate yeah. the other movie or you just didn't like the other movie, this is a safe bet. So you could do a lot worse than this. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So 6.5 for News of the World. Join us online at MovieReviewCrew.com. You can request movies right on our homepage or send us an email at podcast at MovieReview.com. Who has the pick next week? I do. Don't know yet. All right. Sounds good. Well, in the meantime, guys, check out our website, MovieReviewCrew.com. Someone in the show. Tell, Tell your, your friends. friends. Let's go. But inconspicuously. Through the window. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Where you guys? I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Good night and good luck. Thank you for listening to another episode of Movie Review Crew. Remember to like us and find us on any of your favorite social media platforms as well as go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.